0: That's ljsinnercircle.com, or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Learning jazz by ear or with sheet music, which one is better? That's exactly what I'm going to talk about in today's episode, episode 139 of the Learn Jazz Standards Podcast. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Alright, hey, what's up everybody? My name is Brent. I am the jazz musician behind the website LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. I am excited, as I always am, to come at you with another episode to just lay down some value to help you become a better jazz musician. And you are in the right place if you want to become a better Jazz musician. If you just want to learn what to practice, if you want to learn some music theory, if you want to get some motivation, that's everything that I do on this podcast. And I enjoy doing it because I enjoy teaching. I enjoy sharing my knowledge with others and I enjoy having guests on this show to do that as well. And on this episode 139, I'm going to do a little solo episode today. And I'm going to be talking about something that I've talked about before on Learn Jazz Standards, but not necessarily dedicated a whole episode on this podcast. And the question is, is it better to learn jazz music, the language of jazz, by ear, or is it better to do it by sheet music? Or is one wrong and is one more acceptable? Is one incorrect? You know, how does that work? And we're going to dig into that question today because I think it's important. You're going to learn why I think it's important. You're going to learn uh, why I think things aren't quite so black and white, per se. But uh, I'm going to explain to you the answer to my question, and and, and I think it's going to be very helpful to clarify this. And maybe if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you probably already have an idea of what my answer to this question is. Uh, if you've been following other mediums on Learn Jazz Standards, like the blog or our videos on YouTube, you probably have heard me talk about this before and you know what I'm gonna say. But make sure you dig into this episode because I'm gonna go over those reasons in depth. And this is always good for repeating. So we'll, we'll be talking about that in a second. But hey, before we jump into the episode, if you've been listening to this for a while, if you've been listening to this, this, this podcast for a while, and you've never actually subscribed to it on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast episodes, make sure you do that. Subscribe to the show. I don't want you to miss anything that's going on. So click that subscribe button, and uh, that will have you locked in with us here. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Alright, so I'm just gonna cut straight to the chase here. I'm not gonna drag this out. Like I said, many of you probably suspect what my answer is already. So let's just let's just let's just do this, right? I think that learning jazz by ear, I'm not gonna speak to all styles of music, but jazz specifically, I think you should learn by ear to start with. Okay? I think that the first approach should be learning by ear. And I have a lot of reasons for this. In fact, I do have three specific reasons that I'll go in. Uh, To depth with today, but I do believe that learning jazz by ear is the best way. It's better than learning it from sheet music, better than learning it from sheet music. Uh, The one thing, well, there's multiple reasons that made me think about doing this episode today, but one of the biggest things that made me think about this is in my thirty steps to better jazz playing course, and for those of you who aren't familiar, that's my jazz practicing course. Uh, we have a community discussion board in there, and that's where the students in the course are able to post their assignments that I give them, uh, and you know, comment on each other's. And you know, it's really a great place, and everybody encourages each other. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it was really encouraging for me to see everybody so involved in there. And one thing I sometimes do at the end of the lessons is I'll say, "Hey, post your big win." For this practice session in the community discussion board. And so I do see patterns of what people post as their big wins. You know, everybody has different ones because everybody's coming from a different experience. We have different instruments in there, we have different, you know, skill levels. But one thing I have been seeing a lot is people posting big wins about how hearing chord changes is becoming easier for them simply because they are actually doing it. They're actually. Putting in that effort to try to learn chord changes by ear. So, chord changes, hearing chords, hearing chord progressions, that tends to be the harder one for people. You know, learning melodies by ear, learning solos or licks by ear, that tends to be, you know, depending on the difficulty of those, that tends to be the easiest one to enter into if you're not used to learning things by ear. But chords and chord progressions is a little bit harder. But I'm hearing from a lot of my students saying, you know what? I've been doing this. I've been trying it and I'm getting better. And a big win for me today was I was able to hear the chord progressions to this song. Like I knew what the chords were. I was able to figure them out. That is huge. That is absolutely huge because I have a rule. It's called the jazz improv rule. Uh, And if we want to become better jazz improvisers, we need to understand jazz harmony. And part of that is hearing jazz harmony. If we can hear jazz harmony, then we know what's going on. We know whether it is a three, six, two, five, one progression. We know whether it's a one, four, five, six, one chord progression, right? Whatever, Whatever it could possibly be. That's huge. So I'm seeing that transformation in people. And that is a real powerful thing to, to to hear. You know, and 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 a lot of these people are are people that were learning things with sheet music before, you know, and and this is a big deal for them because they're not needing to use the sheet music necessarily to learn music anymore to learn jazz specifically anymore and that's i'm telling you that's going to set you up for success like i said i'm going to go into three reasons now i get a lot of flack for this sometimes i really do uh part of the uh there's lots of blessings of being in a public uh, a public figure as i've accidentally become on this podcast and my blog and my videos um, but one of the curses is that people are very mean on the internet and they will criticize you for just about anything it wouldn't happen if of course they were telling it to my face but the internet is a weird place right so i get people that are that that give me a lot of you know flack for saying that no you shouldn't learn jazz by sheet music you know you should learn it by ear and a lot of people get angry at me they say that i'm this or i'm that or i'm you know whatever and you know one thing that I hear people say a lot in rebuttal to me saying that you should learn jazz but you're not sheet music is that th- I'm wrong that you know you should learn stuff by by sheet music too because it's it's helpful to see things actually play out and help you understand it and and, and I completely agree with that. I, I absolutely. Do not disagree. And I think some people take my statements a little too far. They think that I'm saying you should never read music ever and that there's no benefit to it. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, absolutely, it can be very helpful uh, to look at sheet music. Let's say you're a piano player and you want to look at a piano arrangement of a Bill Evans recording, you know? Of course learning it by ear is going to be a powerful thing but at the same time looking at the sheet music and seeing what's happening there you know to actually see it that's a different angle and any time we can look at music from different angles it's going to be better I wrote an entire book called The Jazz Standards Playbook where I analyze jazz standards and it's very visual and we do improv lessons and it's all very visual. And the reason that we have these things in addition to learning things by ear is because yes, to intellectually look at things can help us uh, learn from a different angle. But all I am saying is we should start our jazz studies with learning it by ear, absolutely 100%. We should start by learning it by ear. Now, why should We do that. Why should we do that? I have three reasons. Like I said, let's jump into the very first reason. The very first reason is you will internalize it better. You will internalize it better. So, when you learn things by sheet music, so if your first step is I want to learn a jazz standard, you go buy some sheet music online and you look up the chords and you look up the melody and you're just reading it, I guarantee you, I, I I seriously guarantee you, you will not have learned or memorized that jazz standard nearly, nearly as well than if you had learned it by ear. If you learned that by ear, I guarantee you, you will know that jazz standard or that jazz solo or that jazz anything better. Why multiple reasons. It causes you to listen critically. It causes you to listen critically, not just read a piece of information, right? It causes you to actually listen critically. So you're going to have to listen over and over and over again, which leads to repetition repetition over and over again you're listening to that you're breaking it down into small pieces you're trying to translate that information to your instrument the more you do that the more you will internalize that song and you know you can read that music over and over and over again but that's triggering something different in your brain than actually listening by ear and trying to discern that all right so hands down If you want to learn a song, learn a solo, and really commit it to memory, really keep it for the long run, not just get short-term results, I would suggest starting by learning it by ear. Now, this does not mean, by the way, this does not mean, and this is where people get me wrong sometimes, this does not mean that you can't use sheet music, especially if you're just starting out and you're not used to this. So, for example, in my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing course, uh, it comes with an exercise book. And in the exercise book, I do indeed provide a chord charts to all of these songs because I know that learning chords and chord progressions and hearing them by ear. Is a challenge, especially for those who are more beginners or those who don't have as much experience with that. I know that it is okay to reference a chord chart. And what a lot of my students are finding is that, you know, they're going to be putting in that effort and then they're going to check back their work later and see how they did. Or maybe they just won't get all the way through it and they're just like, I just don't know what that is. I have to look at the core chart. That's okay, right? Because we have to learn. We can't just immediately acquire a skill. It's all about practicing. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. That's what everybody has been saying in my course. It's getting easier. It's getting easier. It's getting easier. Of course, it's getting easier because you're doing it, right? Because, you know, this stuff isn't easy answers. Everybody wants to become a better musician overnight. And I wish I had some magic formula for everybody, but I don't. I just have, here's the right things you should do. Here's the best way you should do it. And here's a plan for how to do it. Now do it, (laughs) right? And that doing it part is obviously the most important. And so those who are doing it are really seeing this uh, help, okay? So yeah, it's okay to use sheet music when you need to. It's okay to reference it, but we're, if we start with our ear, that is going to be the best for internalizing that song for the long run, okay? Let's go for my reason number two here. Number two is jazz calls for reaction. So jazz music is based on improvisation, right? I mean, that's really kind of what I would define jazz is, 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 is a improvisational music, right? Um, it's based off the idea of improvisation, and that's kind of the main feature of what makes jazz jazz to me, okay? Now, obviously, there's other kinds of improvisational music, but I really think that that is what jazz is all about. It's about improv. Um, So, jazz calls for reaction, right? Because it's improvisational. You never necessarily know what someone is going to do. You never necessarily know what someone's going to do. So, therefore, you have to have good ears. You have to have good ears. Now, I've talked about the fundamentals of ear training before. The fundamentals of ear training are really important because if you understand intervals, if you can hear chords, if you can hear chord progressions, it's going to give you the leg up and everything else you do in your jazz studies. And I talked uh, about that in uh, recently, in episode 133, I talk about your training fundamentals and why you should practice them because those fundamentals will help set you up for success. But after those fundamentals, and even if you don't really necessarily have those fundamentals in place, the best way to apply your training is by learning actual music by ear. It's the best way to do it. You're going to be strengthening your ear at the same time. You're going to be learning new information, but you're also going to be creating a more critical ear. You're going to be able to hear what a251 chord progression sounds like, because you've heard it so many times before because you've already decoded that information, and you're just going to start hearing that, right? So you won't necessarily even need to go. Oh, the root is moving a a perfect fourth, and then another perfect fourth. So maybe it's moving in fourth the chord progression. And I think that first that first chord is a minor seventh chord, and that second chord is a dominant seventh chord, and the last one is a major seventh chord. Therefore, it must be a two five one chord progression. You don't even have to think that after a while because you just know, like because you've just done it and you've heard it and you don't even have to decode it necessarily that's what applied ear training is all about is just simply by learning music by ear and when we have a good ear that is one of the most important uh, pieces of the puzzle we can have to becoming a better jazz musician, right? Because we we want to improvise. And if you have that ear, you can start latching onto things in the moment, right? And, and that's what makes ge- uh, improvisation so hard in general is it's composition sped up. Like you're having to come up with ideas on the fly. It really becomes this thing of, you know, all these puzzle pieces of knowing your instrument really well, of having great ear training and skill in place, of understanding the language. You know, when you have all these puzzle pieces together, that's what creates great improvisation. Uh, But we can't do that if we're not actually training our ear, if we're not actually applying our ear training. So if you are learning jazz solos by ear, rather than reading them out of you know the Omni book, if you are learning jazz standards, the melodies, and if you can, the chords by ear, you are going to be training your ear and you are going to be working on the most valuable asset you have for becoming a better improviser, hands down, right? Hands down. So Jazz calls for reaction, right? If someone plays something, you know, like the piano player plays an altered chord, you can start outlining that altered chord in your solo because you can hear it. Or vice versa, if you are a piano player or a guitar player and you hear the saxophone player playing something that sounds like the sharp 11 on that dominant seventh chord, if you want, you can play that as well. I mean, so that's just a small example. Or if you get lost in the form, here's a good one, if you get lost in the song form, as we all do from time to time, you can stop for a second, open your ears, Hear what the bass player is playing. Hear what the chord, play, the the chordal instrument is playing, or whatever, and you can latch on to where you are in the song again. Oh, it's okay. I got lost, but that's fine because my ear is good enough that I can hear where I am now. That is a very valuable skill to have, folks. Really valuable to have. So jazz calls for reaction, which means we need to have good ears. Which, if you are learning stuff by ear, you're going to build a great ear just by by nature, just naturally. Okay, that's reason number two. Reason number three is it helps you become an interpreter, okay? So jazz is, is not a calculated kind of music. The spirit of improvisation is not about uh, complete rules and limitations. I mean, yes, there are rules and limitations you can put in, and that maybe should be in music so that we can even be more creative, right? But jazz is not about calculation. Okay. Now let me explain what I mean by that. Have you ever read, uh, you know, open up the real book or a fake book and you, let's say you turn to autumn leaves and you start playing the melody to autumn leaves. Okay. You're just reading it out of the book. That is the most boring, soulless, horrible melody ever. If you read it out of a book, I'm just going to go out and say it. Because there's absolutely no soul in it. There's no feeling in it. It's just da 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 da. And if you're just training yourself to play melodies like that, like make sure you hold out that whole note, right? No, that is not the best way to learn how to play a jazz melody. It's just not. What you should do is listen to as many versions of the song as possible, vocalist versions so you can try to get a more accurate representation like Frank Sinatra. He always sings melodies very straight. Or people that don't sing it straight like Billie Holiday or instrumentalists that don't play it straight like Miles Davis or maybe instrumentalists that do play it straight. Right? You listen to all these recordings and you start to get the essence of what the melody is really actually about. You don't want to train yourself to play like a robot. You don't want to do that. That People will know that you sound like a robot. People will know that you learned it out of a piece of sheet music. You want to learn melody. I'm, I'm really honing in on melodies here because I really, really think melody is the most important thing in a piece of music. So you need to become an interpreter And it helps to become an interpreter if you're actually learning it by ear and you're listening to multiple different versions of that melody. But the same goes for a solo. If you're learning a jazz solo by ear, but, or no, not by ear. If you're just reading it out of a book, okay, you might see the eighth notes, you might see the triplets. And again, totally cool to pick up a piece of sheet music, start analyzing it. It's gonna give you a different angle on it. But if that's where you start and you don't start with it by ear, you're really missing all those little details that sheet music just cannot provide for you. All the little details about how to express and how to play that music and how the the particular musician uh, phrased that. Because you can listen to the same musician play the same piece of music and it's going to sound completely different when it comes to jazz, right? Because that's what jazz is all about. It's all about becoming an interpreter. So, You don't wanna sound like that. So you wanna make sure that you're learning this stuff first and foremost by ear. So really quick, just a recap of all those three reasons. Number one, you're gonna internalize that music better. Number two, jazz calls for reaction. You're gonna build the ear training skills. Number three, it helps to become an interpreter, right? We don't wanna sound like a robot. Those are all really good reasons why you should learn jazz by ear and not sheet music. One more time, I'll reiterate for all the haters out there, I'm not saying you should throw away your sheet music. I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever look at it. I'm saying that you should start with the ear and then go ahead and start looking at sheet music. You know, it can be really helpful. You know, as a guitar player, sometimes seeing something creates an aha moment, right? But those are short-term things like, oh, cool, I can play that cool chord shape, that cool chord voicing, and I didn't know that chord voicing before, and now that kind of makes me intellectually think about some things differently. Great, there's a time and a place for that, but the long-term results, the long-term big picture stuff comes from learning it by ear, okay? That is my opinion for sure on this stuff. So I just wanted to voice that to you. I wanted to give you my reasons and I'm also interested in hearing your opinions too. So you can go to the show notes today. Let me know what you think about all this. I'd be happy to hear from you. I'm also open to criticism too. Don't be afraid to criticize me. I'm fine with it. I've I, you know, i I've done this internet thing for a long time. I can stomach it. I can definitely stomach it. All right, so that is all for today. A short but sweet episode to leave you with. I wanna encourage you, if you are not used to learning music by ear or jazz music by ear specifically here today, I want you to challenge you to do that this week. Pick one thing, whether it's a lick, whether it's a solo, whether it's 32 bars, whether it's 12 bars, whether it's the melody of a jazz standard, whether it's the chords to a jazz standard. I want you to try learning it by ear first. See what happens. See what happens when you do that. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy all the time. I mean, some of my students in in 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing, they'll tell you that sometimes it's not easy. But the results, the long-term results are what really, really make all the difference. All right, that's all for today's show. I want to thank you so much for listening. Hope that some of this banter helped you today. hope that you'll challenge yourself to learn something by ear this week. All right, so if you uh, you know listen to some of what I have talked about today, and you really want a practice plan, you want a step-by-step process, you want to be learning stuff by ear, uh, with uh, with the ability to actually accomplish a goal, then I want to suggest to you my thirty steps to better jazz playing course. You can find that at thirty steps to better jazz playing Highly recommend it lots of value lots of results happening with students in that course so thirty steps to better jazz now as I always ask, if you got value out of this podcast episode, don't hesitate to leave a rating and a review it's a free way to give back to this show just to uh you know just to let everybody know that this is a podcast worth listening to and uh, I do read every single one of those and I really do appreciate all of those so head to iTunes. Favorite podcast listening service, leave a rating and review. All right, next week, as always, we'll be coming out with another episode. I will see you back then. Thanks for listening to the LJS podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter.